Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action to create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in this tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Today I'll be speaking with Denise Kagan. A graduate of James Madison University in Quality Systems Development, Denise Kagan had no idea that business ownership was in her future. She started her first business in 2001. Then, in 2011, she started her second, Denise Can Assist, which was focused on helping both individuals and companies with the things they simply didn't have time to do. As the business grew and evolved, the model changed, and DCA Virtual Business Support was born in 2014. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance. Welcome to the show, Denise. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate you asking me and inviting me here. That's great. So let's get started. Um, Denise, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Well, I'm on career number three. The first um, was more in the science area. I always wanted to be a scientist, and I got the opportunity to do that. I worked at a, a major beverage manufacturer working in the lab doing QA, when my time to leave there came, I started my first company, which was a cleaning company. And you might be surprised how working in QA and a cleaning company, how you might actually be able to transfer some of the skills you learned mm. to that. And then this company here started when I sold my cleaning company. And this company now focuses on administrative and marketing support for small business owners. That's great. Wow, that's that's really amazing. Tell me when you were uh, working as a scientist in a lab, was that primarily male-dominated? Were you one of the few uh, women in that uh, industry? Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. Um, definitely male-predominant field, both in the production areas as well as in the lab where I worked and the warehouse um, definitely male predominant in the warehouse and lab as well as production areas. It was, um, it seemed to be a challenge sometimes to, to gain a little bit of respect, but I feel like I did in part because of just my work ethic. Um, and I, I think that women sometimes have to work a little harder to get that. So true. Um, and we have to build a confidence once you know what you're doing. I think that makes a big difference as well. Uh, and that comes across mm -hmm. to others, you know, and they have more confidence in you. So that's great. And your work ethic is, is really very important as part of the whole journey. 
Um, so in this ever-changing world of technology, I know you, you work with clients and you find the right technology to get your work done. How do you do that? Can you kind of share with us a little bit about how do you understand what's needed and then what are some of the steps that you take to ensure that the customer is getting the right technology? Of course. You know, the first step, of course, is consultation and, you know, talking to them about what their needs are. On occasion, the clients have, you know, this grandiose vision of what they want and it's completely doable. Um, but the thing is, they don't understand the technology. So what we try to do is simplify the technologies. Um, when they want, say, for instance, MailChimp to zap with a CRM system, mm -hmm. we can make that happen. But they may be at a point in their business, and a lot of growing businesses are there, and this is part of our con discovery conversation. You know, are you at a point in your business where you need one seamless type of technology? And there are CRM slash marketing systems out there that do everything that the integration with MailChimp and a CRM would do without having to integrate and do those extra steps. So mm -hmm. understanding where they are in their business cycle. Are they a startup? Does the multiple systems make sense because they're utilizing free? Or does a paid system that has more options make more sense for them? That makes a lot of sense. How do you stay relevant on all the technologies that are out there? There's, you know, every day I learn of something new. How do you stay um, current? Pretty much the same as what you just said. You know, mm -hmm. we learn, and, and my team and myself, we're constantly in these platforms. So we learn something new every day. We learn new technologies. Um, we had somebody ask us to use Active Campaign, which is a popular one but we have never worked in it before. The thing is, um, there's a lot of transferable and similar type skills required to work in, say, Get Response or Active Campaign or um, Constant Contact even that may create a drip campaign. So there's a lot of similarities and they function in similar ways. So it's, it's fortunate that we're able to be able to transfer that knowledge to another platform. Yeah, that's really true. There is so much um, knowledge that you gain over time when you learn to dissect technology that learning new ones are a lot easier. If you've been there, our instructors do that all the time. And you just have to keep on top of it because it is so dynamic and ever-changing. Um, so your company sources administrative assistance and virtual assistance. Uh, correct? That is correct. I have a team of 12 plus myself mm -hmm. and, and you know we have a great leadership team as well and every single one of us are remote and have been pre even pre-pandemic. Nice, nice. So are all your virtual, well virtual assistants I'm sure are virtual, but are the admin assistants also virtual so everybody that you provide to companies work for, uh, remotely? That's correct. We, Like I said, we have been virtual forever. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So you're way ahead of your time. Um, we were the same way. We've been uh, doing virtual training for about a little over five years. And um, so when this pandemic hit, really nothing changed in our organization because that's how we did business for a long time. So I'm sure you felt the same way. And now people are adapting, but they are saying 
two years of transformation is happening in two months, so people are forced to adapt. Now, I totally um, agree. Yeah, and now um, tell us a little bit about how did you get this idea to start a virtual organization or a remote organization? When I sold my other company, which was a cleaning company, one of the things that that business taught me was, first of all, you know, you can create a business and um, without a lot of financial resources, et cetera, if you have a good idea and the quality means to deliver that. Um, The business actually started slightly different. It started with personal assistance as well, and about two years into it, I took that completely out and went with the virtual model, um, in part because I wanted to scale. But it was designed because as a small business owner myself with the cleaning company, which was not a franchise, so I did not have that franchise system, Mm -hmm. which is good for somebody who doesn't know anything about businesses. Um, I had to learn all those different aspects myself. So in learning that, I became knowledgeable in a lot of different areas. And I saw areas where I could help other business owners. When I was out networking, I was hearing that that was their struggles. So understanding that that was their pain points, that was where the business concept came from. Nice. Nice. Now, having a totally virtual company, What kind of challenges do you experience? Do you experience any challenges in hiring people that are very uh, comfortable working in a remote environment? Tell me a little bit about how that works. Well, we have a little bit of challenges with hiring, um, and we've gotten very specific with our interviews. We're actually in the process of another change to our interviews so that we can, we're fine tuning questions, not based specifically on their skill set, but also on their ability to work on supervised because we, okay. we do supervise our people and we, but of course you're not in the next room. And, you know, while we do have teams and so we can message all day long if we need to, we, um, it still just does, is not the same impact of being in the same location. So fine-tuning our interview is one of the things there. The other thing for us is um, having flexible schedules. While we didn't experience a ton of change from the pandemic, one thing that we did notice is that our um, employees with school-age children mm-hmm. now all of a sudden have kids they needed to school at home and while you would think that wouldn't be so much of an issue, there were some issues with, okay, now I have five people in my home on computer and bandwidth, and I'm having a hard time with this video meeting. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I have to teach Jay his his math. You know, I have to walk him through these steps. So now I have to take a break, you know, in a place I wouldn't normally take a break. So having those flexible schedules has really helped out with that. That's great. Yeah, it's just a different world now. And I was just talking with my employees this morning. We had a meeting, and many of the employees that have school-age children are definitely challenged. Bandwidth is one way. Another is just time and attention that they need. And then the homework Mm -hmm. is, you know, over and above uh, what they normally would do in school they're doing at home. And so now they're spending a lot more time, you know, with their kids at night as well to catch up. So it is very challenging and a whole new world. Um, So those are really 
great things that you offer, the flexibility to your um, to your employees and, you know, focus on making sure that they're productive in the time that they're working. Um, any other best practices that you would um, share on working from home or working remotely that you've learned over the years? Absolutely. It is extremely important that you, A, stay connected with your team, and B, that you provide feedback and often. Um, so we connect with our team members on a regular weekly Teams meeting, a video chat where we're required to be face-to-face. Uh-huh. And it might be 15 minutes, it might be 30 minutes, but we talk about, hey, what are your successes? What are your challenges? How can I help you? Do you want more work? Because uh-huh. <laughs> we're very uh-huh. busy these days. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we talk about all those things. And then the second thing is finding a way to praise them that, uh, or acknowledge them. So praise could come, you know, we've used Yammer before, which is part of the Microsoft uh-huh. package, but you can also do it in Teams. Um, Yammer actually has a specific format for praise. Uh-huh. And then um, I acknowledge my team members. You know, I've had three time team members in the last few months who have purchased homes. And so, you know, we sent them a housewarming gift. So making sure you're acknowledging those, you know, important milestones in your team members' lives makes them feel connected. And feeling connected will make any virtual job work. So so true. I think even in person, they say there are studies that say, you know, the number one thing that employees leave uh, their employment for is not pay, but being recognized and being part of a team and being, you know, rec- recognized as contributing. And so those are so important. So you're doing all the right things. You're using some amazing tools to help them stay engaged, like Teams and Yammer, because communication, I think, in a virtual world is so important. And then you're praising mm-hmm. them and you're giving them recognition to um, always, they always know that you care and you're there for them. So that's that's awesome, really good, good advice. Um, so do you, have you had any challenges with accountability uh, and motivation? and focus with your employees and how, what kinds of uh, training or coaching can you give them? Um, because sometimes the laundry's calling or <laughs> the kids are still home because now of, you know, virtual schooling. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of distractions all day long. Uh, do you talk to your employees about staying focused, accountable and motivated? We talk some during our our weekly check-ins, and then we have um, bi-monthly team meetings as well. I'll be honest with you, I have not had a lot of challenge with that. Uh, The one team member that, yeah, (laughs) I'm fortunate. The one team member that comes to mind was actually a college student. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, and she was very honest, she felt like she needed a more structured Um, way of doing work and we give them a lot of flexibility so unfortunately that young lady did not work out well but we had multiple conversations before we made that decision that we were going to part ways you know we we always believe in coaching our people and you know letting them know like hey you know this was a commitment you made and right now that's not what we're seeing what can we do to help or do we need to 
um, realign that commitment. And so we do have those conversations with people. And we have a handbook that has a very set process if discipline Mm -hmm. is required. Mm -hmm. So having those in place, even for a small business, is very, very important when you do have to approach accountability with folks. That's so true. Um, We do a couple things that uh, also helps. One is deadlines, you know, when everything has a deadline. So if you continuously miss your deadline, then I know you're not working because there are always realistic deadlines, you know, that you can get done within a normal workday. And then every employee has metrics that we look at. And so, you know, I'm not as worried if they're offline for, you know, 15, 20 minutes doing something for their kids or whatever they're doing, but they need to meet their metrics and they need to meet their goals. And that's that's very important. So sometimes you have some flexibility in, um, you know, in the times that you're working, um, but your the results have to be there. The outcomes have to be there. So I'm sure you do the same thing, but I just wanted to share that. Oh, yes. we um, So we use a, a project management tool. So we do know if tasks are being done on time. Mm-hmm. And we do have metrics surrounding <clears throat> completion of the their assignments as well as time. So you're absolutely correct. No, that's great. That's great. So tell me what a typical day looks like for you uh, and your employees, you know, uh, because you're in a virtual environment. Uh, what are some of the things that you feel are necessary to do? Let's say maybe you think a routine is very important or, you know, what things, what's a typical day look like in your schedule? So because we do such a wide variety of services, I'm not sure we have a typical day. Um, (laughs) I feel the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would say in general, and I think the majority, vast majority of my team members are very good at doing this. They go to Asana, which is our project management tool, and they look to see, okay, this is what I have. And then they go to check their email and say, okay, and these are the requests that came in. And then they prioritize. And, you know, if they are going feel like they're going to be running short on time, uh, my team members will request in, in, in um, teams actually for some assistance. So we do very much work by the team concept. Um, so staying connected like that's extraordinarily important. But beyond that, again, with my team, I give them complete flexibility of their schedule as long as they meet what the client needs. And like you said, with your tasks, you know, they're given realistic deadlines. And for the most part, that is correct. We do occasionally get some quick turnaround things in, but those are discussed, you know, as they come in, like, hey, this has a very tight deadline. Do you feel like you can do it? Mm-hmm. So we, we also work collaboratively with our team members so that they can they can give us the input to make it realistic whether they can or cannot do it. And then, of course, again, I know I keep saying Teams, but absolutely love it. We've created a channel in Teams called Work Available, so when we have those quick projects, we throw them in there and our team members can say, yes, I want that. Nice. Nice. I love that. And I love Teams as well. Our entire organization uses it. Um, we are very Microsoft-centric, but um, 
Teams is just such a great tool, and they keep improving it. So we, we're, we're loving all the changes and improvements. Um, so tell us, you know, if a customer, and you work with small businesses, um, they call you and they need to source some help, whether it be part-time or full-time. I'm assuming you do both. How does that work, and um, how soon can you provide them with somebody that can assist them with the project or with a full-time opportunity? Okay. So with um, something that's smaller in scope, we can generally have someone within one week to okay. to work with them. If it's a somebody that they need full-time, the one thing that I would say is that we are not a staffing company. So okay. the team members do actually work for me. We mm -hmm. typically do not take on full time. Oh, um, okay. Just simply so you're because you're taking projects. We are. We're taking projects. Some of it is regular work that needs to be done on a regular basis, but it's not the best fit. Is truly a client that does not have a full time role because a full time role generally is better suited for an employee. Okay, that's that's good to know. So that's really nice for a flexible solution for a small company because sometimes, you know, we can get bogged down and then in two months we have people available, you know. So having that flexibility of going to an organization like yours is, is amazing. That's great. Absolutely. And then it does allow for that expansion and contraction you were just mentioning. Right, right. And then um, what's a typical engagement? How long usually? Is it uh, mostly long-term or, you know, a few months? What does that look like? So we start with um, a six-month engagement, and we'll base the hours based on whatever we discuss. It'll be X amount of hours per month with a specific cost, and that gets reconciled every month based on the actual usage. And then from the six-month point, it goes month to month after that. We've had clients with us for four or five years, you know, that they've just regularly, you know, they keep giving us work and they keep growing. Nice. Very nice. What a great model. Um, so in closing, what advice would you give to a woman that is considering a career in the tech industry or maybe wanting to become a virtual assistant or, you know, just moving into a role that requires them to to use more technology or even become an IT pro? Um, first, I'm going to say go for it. <laughs> That's great. Um, not, don't let it um, create fear in you. It is all of those roles, except for maybe the virtual assistant is a predominantly male in you know they're predominantly male industries with the virtual assistant it does give um a, a woman if she chose this path a way to um excel at those tech skills that she may have that come to her naturally you know with myself i'm in my 50s a lot of people think folks my age don't you know um gravitate towards tech I'm living proof it's not actually the case. <laughs> so, you know, don't be afraid of a change in your industry or taking on a new role because it is absolutely doable. Tech is um, it's absolutely wonderful once you get to know it. That's great, great advice. Go for it, just do it, and don't think you're ever too old or too young to learn new technologies because I'm right there with you. I'm in my 50s, and um, use technology and run a technology company every day and really not intimidated by it, you know. 
just obviously I have to learn things on a daily basis, which is actually fun. We were just implementing Planner. I don't know if you've used Planner yet or not, but it is such an amazing tool with and really easy to use. But we've company-wide sent out training for Planner for all our employees just to manage their tasks and assign tasks to other people and work on projects together. It's, it's really awesome. So, yeah, great advice. Um, so, Denise, what's the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you and your company? Uh, there's a couple of different ways. You can go to my website, which is dcavirtual.com. That is D like dog, C like cat, A like apple, and the word virtual.com. You can email me, Denise, at dcavirtual.com, and you're more than welcome to call me, 704 910-2736 and you'll find me at extension 3. That's awesome and we'll put that in our podcast notes as well. Um, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you and um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jennifer. That is such a pleasure to be here today. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end-user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum, on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.